0: What's up free play fans? Just a quick disclaimer that this week's episode does contain some adult language and content, so listener discretion is advised, and we will be back to our normal family broadcast on episode 6. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. The Pinball Network is online. Launching Free Play Pinball Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of Free Play Pinball Podcast. You know me, Amanda, your host for the show. And this week we have a very special co host in the house. Unfortunately, Mr. Webb was unavailable to record. So I got the next best thing my good friend, TPN Syndicate leader, and the owner of my mortal soul, Mr. Zach Minnie. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. Where's Bill? Bill is at home because something about like, you know, being a husband and a father and like responsibilities in the social world. I don't know. You're gonna have to deal with that. I'm sure lashings will occur.
1: <laughs> How's it going, Hammy?
0: It's going. How are you, Zach?
1: I'm doing spectacular. I'm doing wonderful. I love pinball.
0: Yeah? Yes, I love. I mean, I love that's why we're here is podcast. because we love it. Thank you. So. You popped my pinball podcast cherry. Hey, uh, now it's a family show. I know uh, this is a family. You told me show, to watch but... my mouth. <laughs> I told you I'd put a disclaimer on the beginning of it because we don't behave around each other. Let's let's face it. <laughs> the potty mouth comes out. That's so true. it It's kind of fun that uh, you know. Four months ago, I was co-hosting with you on the pinball show, and now you're joining me on our very own meager little pinball podcast. So I'm I'm kind of oh, excited about I that. Love this. And I'm also excited because not only are you awesome and one of my favorite uh pinball dealers and just great person to talk to in general, you Keep also going. I know, right? I expect a check wrote. That's right. A- yeah. Um you also are one of the most enthusiastic people I have ever met in pinball. Wow, thank you. Like, you just, you blew it out of the water. So, that's definitely something I want to get to this episode. But before we get there, Ooh. there's a little bit of pinball news going on since our last episode.
1: There sure is.
0: So, spooky release, not one but two games.
1: Oh, like, okay. I know that's yeah. old
0: news now. Yeah, I'm not sure if you were living under a rock or if you heard that. But I heard about that, have, now. yeah. Yeah. Um, Age of Ultron and, uh, or what is it?
1: I bet people would go for an Age of Ultron over an Ultraman for sure.
0: I know, and I don't know why I just thought of that. I've been watching a lot of because it's a the better Marvel. theme. That's why. Well, Ultraman's cool too. I think that it's cool that they're bringing in kind of kind of a new market almost, and I yeah. love that that was a beloved theme by our our buddies over at Spooky that they really wanted to get that particular title, and they kept it authentic with having both Japanese and American. And
1: were you I familiar with awesome. Ultraman? Like, was that a thing have, with you or Mike or?
0: Um, We aren't huge fans, but I wasn't completely oblivious to the existence of Ultraman when they announced it. Like I'd heard of it before. So I thought that was cool. And then, you know, everybody knows Halloween. I know you're a little excited about having a horror film themed pen.
1: So am. And we've seen, uh, we haven't seen great video yet of it. I know this past weekend, I don't know when this airs, but the past weekend we saw a little bit. From the show on Ultraman, and i s- recently seen a little bit about Halloween, but videos have been kind of crap, so it's hard to hard to gauge, really, what this pin's going to be like.
0: I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing some, some high-end gameplay on it, some quality gameplay on it. I'm not a huge fan of the theme. I don't love how horror movies. You and I had talked about that mm-hmm. when we hung out the last time. Scaredy um, cat. I am a scaredy cat, and I'm okay with that. But it, I love how they integrated it. I love the cabin art. I, I love that they were excited about it. And I, I married a guy named Michael, and he loves the little Mike Myers <laughs> that pops out behind the shrubs. And he likes so. choking people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, he does not have sausage the fingers. Sausage though. fingers. No, that was just. Oh my god, that was so yeah. uncomfortable to listen to that day.
1: That's what I'm all about. Yes. Discomfort. Yeah. Well, yes. So we got that news, and. Uh, anything else coming out of spooky it looked like they're gonna start producing these things here soon
0: yeah i saw the pictures of the line and it looks like they have uh all the hardware components ready to go they've got the cabinets lined up they've got they've got some stuff ready so
1: i've got mine coming hopefully i bet it'll be next year unfortunately
0: with the supply issues i won't be surprised if a lot of the games that we're hoping to get our hands on this year mm-hmm. are not going to be here until next year. There's just, there's so many supply issues right now oh. and it's plaguing every industry.
1: Thanks COVID.
0: Yeah. Right. You jerk. Um, some, you know, rumors. There's always room. I love pinball cause there's always rumors. I'm going to start my own rumors too. I think, I Whoa. think that'll be fun. Okay. What yeah. Starting? So, well, first let's talk about the ones we know about. You have American pinball supposed to be announcing a title. It's
1: supposed to be. Got to be coming soon?
0: I would think so.
1: Is it going to be Legends of Valhalla?
0: I don't know. I've I saw that uh your best friend Canada said something mm-hmm. about it. I've heard, you know, Cactus Canyon remake and I'm curious to see what they put out. I, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. We've been here and there's going to be a new game now for like a little while.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I yeah. think the the rest of 2021 is going to bring all types of titles still.
0: I'm hoping so.
1: I think we still I have really three am. or four that are going to be coming out before the end of the year, Hammy.
0: That's insane. Zach, I don't have room for that. <laughs> I, I your husband's licking for-
1: his chops right now. He's like, oh, they will be mine.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and that was something you guys, or you actually, you were your own co-host last week on The Penn Show. Mm-hmm. And you talked about collectors versus player or you know yeah players versus collectors and um yeah collectors su- are
1: people too amanda
0: i know well i have been subjugated to being called a collector oh. somebody once told me Uh-oh. and i was it, it hurt my feelings it made me sad they said you're not a player you're a collector i am a play my games get played mm-hmm. a lot a lot a lot sure. um I play them more than my husband does. Yes, we have...
1: Oh, threw that out there.
0: Yeah, you know, I, we have nice games. We tend to buy, you know, premiums and CEs and LEs and things of that nature. L Yes, we are L I don't have anything custom. Okay. but Yet. Yet. We actually almost picked up a custom game recently. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. But my question to you... Dr. Zach oh. is at what point I hear that too often. do I go from being a collector to a hoarder? Cause we just picked <sighs> up game number six and in, we are now taking up two rooms with pinball machines. Have you
1: revealed what the game is yet? That's exciting.
0: Uh, no, actually, you know what? The last time I discussed any games that we had actually picked up, I had just gotten Waz. so mm. um, since then we picked up a TNA and that one when we picked it up, it only had like four hundred and thirty plays on it or something Ooh, like nice. that. I've probably I've probably tripled that. I love that game. That game's mm-hmm. so freaking good. It's great. And then um we have a Star Trek Ellie that will be here in the next week or so.
1: Oh, congratulations. That is one Thank hell you. of a pinball machine there. That is a collector's that, game.
0: That that is definitely a collector's game. That game is gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. I mean Steve Ritchie's finest work right there.
1: I'd say that's one good indication that you're becoming or have become a collector when you get a Star Trek LE because you don't need the LE. You still get the game on the premium, and hell, one could argue that you have the complete game on the pro, but you opted to double down from the price of a pro and two for one it and go for an LE. I think you're, you might be a collector.
0: In, in all fairness... I would have been happy with the premium. I actually shoot the messenger if you want to, but I like the art package on the premium better than the LE. Yep,
1: I'm gonna load it, load it up the gun right now because that's crazy town.
0: I I just part of it aesthetically. A lot of our games are darker primary colors in the reds and oranges and yellows. So that red package just it it would have looked so much better sitting next to the other red and yellow and orange games versus now we have this bright blue sore thumb that's going to hang out there
1: you know right there Amanda I'm uh, going to cut you off again more indications of becoming a collector you're caring about the aesthetics of how they sit together in the collection with reference to it uh, sounds like size and coloring and a and, and whole scheme that you got going on so well, you're sounding more and more like a collector to me
0: this coming from the person who prefers the Yellow Brick Road to any of the other Wizard of Oz's because it sits at the same level, angle, and yeah. depth as the rest of the JJP games.
1: That's a true story, and the right one, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm proudly yeah. a collector.
0: You know, I, I don't hate it. I just felt that it was used very derogatory because, like I said, it's not like I'm keeping my games in the box. Like, they come out, they get plugged in and played. The no, day that's that called get a them.
1: weirdo if you just keep them in the box.
0: Did you see that somebody sold a new inbox pirate Pirates CE?
1: Oh, I wonder how much It was, was on for.
0: Pinside for like 38 and it sold. Holy. I don't know if they got 38 for it, but it sold. New inbox box Pirates CE. Can you imagine getting a hold of that? I can't. I miss, I miss my Pirates CE.
1: I miss my Pirates too.
0: Yeah. I never
1: had the CE. I just had the LA.
0: We only bought the CE because we didn't want to see Johnny Depp's ugly face on it.
1: And then you sold it.
0: For double what we paid for it. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. Yeah, right? I mean, if, if I could buy a new car with the earnings or I could, you know, <laughs> keep it forever. It's No, um, it funded three more games for us. So, okay, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, so speaking of um, Steve Ritchie, there's some rumors going around on that, too. There mm. is a rumor that there's going to be some personnel changes between Stern and J.J.P. and by mm-hmm. the time this airs that might already come to fruition because now I'm hearing a lot of heavy chatter that we're going to hear something first week of August
1: wow yeah I don't uh, uh, hmm what are we hearing
0: I, I'm i hearing that Richie's going to go to J.J.P.
1: Okay. okay
0: and I'm curious because he's he and Lawler apparently notoriously do not get along well.
1: That's what they say.
0: I, I've never met either of them in person, so I am just reporting things that are unconfirmed that I've heard.
1: They are very different people. <laughs> I'll say that.
0: Yes, very, very different individuals. Um, they both are at or beyond the age of retirement for the normal working person. Sure. Now, granted... If you're doing something like designing pinball machines, I don't necessarily know that age is going to apply in that manner. But at some point, you do want to step away from work and, and enjoy your life. Like, some, that's people don't, anybody.
1: some people go to the grave working.
0: This is very true. And these so guys are an, about
1: the as passionate as you can be in the history of pinball. So I could see them both working, forever. working until it's over.
0: Like but cryogenically gonna, freezing their, their bodies at the end just, so that that way once... Eternal life comes around; they can continue to design pinball forever.
1: Yeah, we're a Walt Disney then. Yeah,
0: that's kind of creepy. Yeah,
1: uh, didn't didn't Walt Disney? I think that was... he did. Or is that Ted yeah, Williams? Yeah, he
0: no. Walt Disney cryogenically froze himself. Get my or somebody cryogenically froze him. Different. Okay. Ugh, creepy.
1: I would. I'd sever my head if it means I could last
0: forever. Have you seen the state of the world? I don't want to last forever. Yeah, I'm here for a I'll good time, but punches. not for a long time. <laughs>
1: My luck and my, my uh my severed head and my cryogenically frozen um topper dome, it would it would like contract COVID, the, the liquid inside. Like, damn it.
0: Ew. <laughs> Can't
1: get away from it. COVID juice.
0: So Zach, if you were a severed head topper dome, what game would you want to be on top of?
1: Oh <sighs> I think the right answer is Bone Busters just because, but <laughs> 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 but uh I don't know what I would be. Maybe a radical.
0: That's I mean, Circle hair would be kind of fun.
1: Mm, kind of weird. That would be kind of cool by the Scrolls. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. That's a tough. I didn't. I didn't wake up this morning thinking I'd be asked if my severed head was on top of a pinball machine. Which one it would be. Um, and, yeah, there's probably a better answer out there.
0: Yeah, I bet the guys in Spooky didn't know that they would be asked if they liked being covered in deer urine either. That's <laughs> wow. <Well, So>.
1: Touche. <laughs> Dude, so shit. here we are. Do you think Do you think this rumor is true? Do you think it makes sense? It seems like an odd move to me.
0: I don't know. I I have been hearing more and more on it. I don't necessarily think that I would go that route if I were in those positions. I mean, Steve Ritchie's left Stern before and come back. Mm-hmm. I would imagine he's he's pretty happy there. I mean, he's making some great games. He's I don't know how much freedom he's having on his games, but I haven't heard anything saying he's dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. You know, it's JJP is a little bit more precise in their release of games. And therefore they're a little bit slower on the release where, you know, you'll have like two sterns to one JJP. I know they want to ramp that up, but at the same time, they're also picking up titles that I think are a little bit more, um, financially heavy.
1: Okay. Yeah. In order, you know,
0: between what they're doing with, GNR and you know Willy Wonka. I'm sure was was not exactly handed to them on a silver platter. And Wizard of Oz and Hobbit and all these big names. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's that can't be cheap. Disney's no, not cheap Disney. anywhere. Disney. Yeah. So
1: do you think that? Do you think that he would want to leave Stern? I mean, he's been there so long.
0: I don't know. Why not I, end, you know, I don't, end there? I put don't your jersey in the personally. rafters
1: at, at uh, Stern.
0: Yeah. You know, I I don't know him personally, so I don't know how satisfied he is there. Um, I was just really surprised that if a designer was going to leave Stern and go to JJP, that it would be Richie, which is why I'm starting the rumor that Keith Elwin is actually going to leave Stern Pinball as soon as he finishes Toy Story to go Um, work for American Pinball. And if that gains traction, I have some beachfront property in Arizona that I am willing (laughs) to sell anybody.
1: Here's the other question, Mm Amena. Let's say that Steve Ritchie does leave. If he does go, does it make sense to go to JJP? They have enough designers in Eric Menier and Pat Lawler. They don't get out games that often. When the hell would we even see a Steve Ritchie game? 2025?
0: I mean, the way that supplies are going right now, it's possible because we're still waiting on... Have they fulfilled all the orders for GNR yet? No. That's what I that got. An and I know a lot of that is no. supply issues. The yeah, I know that, that there's supply issues and there's other issues that we've beat that dead horse multiple times. Let's let it go. I, the I horse is
1: alive again. It's a zombie horse.
0: Get it? Yeah. Right. He's got a severed head that's <laughs> on top of the game too right now. It's Toten. Um, that was my, I,
1: my best impersonation of a zombie horse. Sorry.
0: I can't. I, does your wife shake her head and roll her eyes a lot?
1: Yes, and she yells at me.
0: <laughs> I love your wife. She's my favorite. No, uh, it's, I don't do know that it would make sense. You have two great designers there already. If you have one that's close to, and, I, and again, I know I keep harping on this retirement thing, but at some point, if you're looking for the long game, you don't go for somebody who is in their 70s. And that's, I'm not trying to be ageist, but. Wow. You, what are you going to do in 10 years? Are you going to leave everything to Eric? You know, it, or are you going to try and go for It seems to me like younger?
1: Eric Minier is in the fast lane to being the George Gomez of JJP over there.
0: Yes. I've said that, that is for a, a while and very, I believe it. I love Eric. I want to get Eric on the show for a Positively Pinball episode because he makes me laugh and he makes me smile. Every time I see him, I just can't help but be in a good mood because he's, like, he's like a little kid on Christmas. Mm-hmm. He's awesome.
1: He'd definitely do it. I so think a lot of people I, would be very excited for Steve Ritchie to get his hands on uh, the design of a JJP game.
0: I think that would be very true.
1: Because we've seen what he can do at Stern. We, we've seen uh, recently with Led Zeppelin, Black Knight, sort of Rage, um, and the older stuff like a Star Trek. We, yeah. We've seen it. We felt it. Feels good. Feels fast. Feels flowy. Which are... Uh, descriptors oftentimes not associated with a JJP game. So maybe that's a fine balance there.
0: Uh, Could you imagine if Wizard of Oz had good flow?
1: Mm, I could. Mm -hmm. I really could. I think we might get something mm, that would feel kind of like a Star Trek Next Gen. He did that with Bally Williams. It was a wide body, granted, but... That's a flowy game, but still has a high bomb. Got a lot of mechs in it, subways, etc. I think that's what we we would get if he were to do a JJP game. I wish they'd all just swap over. I want to see Keith do a JJP game. I want to see Eric Minier uh, do a Stern game. I want to see Pat Lawler do an American pinball game. It'd be fun. It's like the it's like sports over here, professional sports, always trading their players around.
0: Imagine if Gomez got hooked up with those guys at Spooky to make a horror pen.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? It's like fantasy pinball.
0: I like I like it. We That should be a new segment for you. Fantasy pinball. Who's on your fantasy draft team?
1: Hey, you know what? I don't even like talking about it because I have this uh, in my phone. It, it's like a madman. I always have all these ideas stirring around in these different pages of ideas that I get, try to flesh out to see if there's something there. And that's one of them. Uh, devising a game of fantasy pinball somehow the easiest way to do it would be through competition and player-based rankings and, and doing that draft the players top 100 kind of thing but yeah there's something there
0: you can always do a fantasy pinball league you know get through those sweet 16 pins and kind of flesh it out that way mm-hmm. too but at the same time i wouldn't do it yet because you're saying we may see you know three or four more games so Do you think Stern's going to release another one before the end of the year?
1: Absolutely. Unequivocally, absolutely. They will. How? Why? I don't know. But they will.
0: Nice. They're cranking out these
1: machines like, oh, it's so crazy over there. It's so nuts. Have you ever been up to the Stern factory?
0: No. Um, So, Dwight, when we talked to him last episode, he was nice enough to offer a tour of of the factory when we go up for expo. So, I'm definitely taking him up on that. And... um, I mean, I could tell he was busy. He was like working on code while we were talking. Mm,
1: Very cool. Yeah, yeah, that last episode was rough. Listening to YouTube nerds go on and on, drone on and on about stupid illustrated Harry Potter. It was horrible. So thanks for joining
0: everybody. I will be doing the rest of this episode by myself. (laughs) Um, Zach, we know what we love.
1: It was extremely enjoyable. Extremely enjoyable. But I was rolling my eyes the whole time when you guys were talking about the Harry Potter book series being a better pinball machine than than the films.
0: In all fairness, I said I wanted the actors' voices.
1: Yeah, that's really messing things up.
0: It's not though because get their voices, you get their, you, voices, you if if you get their faces. The books, no, if you read the books and watch the movie, then read the books, you hear the books in their voices, but you don't necessarily picture their characters. Hmm. Like you don't you I still picture them because I have the illustrated sets too. And I I still picture Harry illustrated with Daniel Radcliffe's voice.
1: That's weird.
0: I know. Do you dream about that too weirdo? I mean there's a wire loose somewhere in my head I'm sure.
1: Harry. Okay. I, I just there's one way to do it. Everybody knows that. Dwight stop drinking or something. I don't know what you're thinking. Don't mess up this license. Dwight.
0: Dwight and I are going to, we're going to kill this license because I'm going to be there guiding him and helping him the whole way and telling him if something's stupid. And I'm going to be very upset if my womping willow does not want
1: I know you guys were talking about stupid stuff from the book that nobody has reference or knows. And it's like, oh, put that in the pinball machine. Yeah, that's real smart.
0: Okay. Nobody has reference or knows except for like the, you know, third of the world population that actually read the books.
1: Yeah, when you're playing but it's pinball, just a third you're not of them. thinking about I mean, a book. <laughs> Think about movie. It's all
0: good. Hey, people who love the Deadpool movie love the Deadpool pinball machine and it's more based on the comic books, so
1: It's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. No argument it, there.
0: And and you can't tell me that your list is not full for the next run of Deadpool.
1: I still would have loved Ryan Reynolds up there.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I just love Ryan Reynolds so. I do too. I need to find a really nice picture of him and just tape it to the back glass.
1: Whoa, easy there, Hammy.
0: <laughs> I love him, but anyway. So, all right. So we have hopefully a game from American, probably a game from JJP. They're about due. Gonna get a game. I from don't think Stern. we'll get
1: JJP game until twenty twenty two. Honestly.
0: Really, yeah. I was hoping we would at least hear about something by Expo.
1: I, I think I, their plans I, would have been that, but when you can't build GNR fast enough because of uh, parts, supplies. You know delays, and then you've got just you know their manufacturing prowess is not up to that of like yeah. a Stern yet. And they know that. But yeah, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I mean, we've got as a owner operator flipping out pinball team, we have new- bye bye bye, yeah, bye 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 indeed. We have bye bye bye. Well, we have <laughs> n- numerous people that are still waiting for their GNRs and likely will be waiting for their GNRs uh, rolling into twenty twenty two. So why? announce another game if you can't build that game, you gotta have whenever you announce a, a game, you gotta be ready. Get those sales, ship them games.
0: I agree. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Do you think we'll see Raza before the end of the year? Oh
1: God. Um <laughs> I, I hope so.
0: Do you have a Raza pre order?
1: I do not. I do not. I'm a big John Papaduke design fan. Um here come the tomatoes and produce. But I, this one doesn't really excite me. It looks beautiful. I like the innovation that they're pitching. Um, but the design doesn't have any mechs in it really that, that, that scream fun to me. The ramp looks cool. But other than that, a lot of stand-up targets. I've been saying that like a broken record. But stand-up targets are like my least favorite thing to hit in pinball besides a post.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I can agree with that. When that's the
1: object of the game, I'm like, mm, I'd rather not.
0: I, c- I can see that. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, have you ordered your moving Grogu for your, um, your Mando? Mm. Uh,
1: I've not ordered it. I did have over my buddy that's working on one for me. I had him over last night. He was picking up his Mando Premium, and he took a look under the hood just to kind of get the finalization of what he needed to create this thing for me, so it'll happen. I saw Joe Bate's got it down, um, but uh, we'll see. I, yeah. It's going to work. I'm going to have it in my game at some point, but I just you don't. You called know. it.
0: You said. You said. You know, everybody step up, and the mod makers heard, and they mm-hmm. they listened, and they are so.
1: And I think it's going to get even better than what Joe's got. We gotta gotta find a way to get that hand moving around a little bit. That would be great. But uh, even what uh, what's out there already is, that's a win for me. That's all I need. Just get his little head moving around, his eyes closing. That, that works. Just,
0: just get him to move. Get him to do something. Yeah, get
1: him to do something.
0: Put a baby alive in a costume of a Krogu and make it do something. Wow. That's a mom
1: no. call out there.
0: Yeah, right? No, a dad I, um, call
1: out. I know those little and dolls too.
0: Oh my gosh, the things. Honey, why is the carpet wet? My baby peed. Oh, dear God. Why are they
1: eating brown liquid? Why are they pooping brown liquid? Yep. Ugh.
0: It's pudding. Yeah. And this is why I miss the 80s when we had, yeah. like, toys that could cause us harm but didn't make that big of a mess.
1: I was, I was a sissy boy back in the 80s. I didn't have, like, G.I. Joes and stuff like that. I kept it more... uh like turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles and stuff Heck like yeah. that
0: did you have the ghostbusters like the yeah yeah like the, the proton had that stuff. pack and the, the mm-hmm. yeah
1: i was more fantasy based i wasn't like gi joe or um what else did everybody like transformers i think transformers a little before my time um but no, I
0: it you're not that much younger th- you're only a few months younger than me and transformers was was there around our time that was well, stop you know, making
1: like, me feel worse Yeah. Uh, i didn't old, get like he man i didn't have the he man stuff really didn't have that yeah mine was like mine was like teenage mutant ninja turtles and and uh anything disney themed
0: hmm interesting i
1: know it just wasn't wasn't the toughest childhood i had oh my gosh i i remember the toys it was like my favorite toy the crash test dummies um,
0: yes, where their heads would pop up when you'd wreck yeah, them. Yeah,
1: or the car, like when you bash the car and all the parts would fall out and you push them all back together again. That was like mm-hmm. my favorite toy ever.
0: Stretch Armstrong, seeing how far you could oh. actually stretch them.
1: That was, that was a really cool toy, too. I had that. See, I had that kind of stuff.
0: Those were the great and I had Like, ones.
1: like a, oh, um, what was that puppy surprise?
0: Oh, yeah. yes. Where like, they yeah. birthed the yeah. dogs.
1: See how many you get? Three, four, mm-hmm. five?
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm still... Oh my god, I got the song stuck in my head.
1: now. <laughs> you see? Uh-huh. I like it. And that then don't stuff.
0: forget kitty surprise too. You know, because uh-huh. you can't have puppy without kitty.
1: You certainly can. I'd prefer it that way.
0: Oh boy. Speaking of
1: puppies, aren't you getting some puppies?
0: Yeah, so the the family is expanding. We um we
1: You're pregnant rescued... again.
0: Yeah, no, no, that factory closed down a long time ago. <laughs> we um are adopting two beautiful husky mix puppies. They're sisters. They're two months and two two months and three days old now. Aww. So they get to come home with us. Yep. Properly weaned and everything, huh? Yep. They are properly weaned, very sweet girls. Um I'm very excited about we've never owned a dog before. Never? Never. I mean I had a dog when I was a little girl. Like when I was a, a little little girl living with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if Mike ever has or not to be honest with you but my daughter how long never... have you guys been married Oh God when were oh the dinosaurs gosh, don't walking even around Oh do you yeah no, Mike what she doesn't 11... know. <laughs> we've been married 11 and a half years okay. we've been together 15.
1: and you don't know if he grew up with a puppy or a dog I know
0: he ha- I know he had a cat that he was allergic to that used to sleep That's on his terrible. pillow with him
1: and you guys still have cats. Is he still sneezing and everything?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had to have sinus oh. surgery last year so he could breathe. Oh, my I God. Am that that poor man. But you know what? But Zach. No. Okay. But in all fairness, there was a conversation you and I had a couple of weeks ago. It was, it was right before Father's Day, actually. Was I drunk? No, you weren't drunk. Okay. But my husband found out there was a run of Deadpool toppers. Mm-hmm. And he said, I called Zach and ordered a Deadpool topper. And okay. I said, okay, honey, cool. How much was it? Because, you know, mama wants to know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not mad, just yes, want to know. Should,
1: yeah.
0: And he said, I didn't ask. Oh. So I reached out to my favorite distributor, Mr. Zach Mini at Flipping Out mm-hmm. Pinball. Thanks. Bye, bye, bye. That's right. And I said, Zach, how much is the Deadpool topper that Mike just ordered? And you. <laughs> Literally said, can you put a price on a smile on Mikey's face? I
1: mean, can you?
0: Yes, I can.
1: What's that price? The price (laughs) of two puppies?
0: Yeah, right. Essentially. And I I told you. So, listener, this is the funny part. Zach made every excuse on why my husband should have that topper, but did not give me a price until I said, we are not canceling the order. I'm just trying to figure out if this would be a suitable Father's Day gift for him.
1: Hell yeah, it is.
0: And if so, I will send, you know, have Nicole send me the invoice instead of to him. And I was going to surprise him for Father's Day. And only at that point did you tell me how much that that pinball topper was.
1: It's it's pricey. It's really pricey. It
0: it was pricey. And he's very happy and we're excited about getting it. I don't tell him no. (laughs) Yeah, right. As soon as they're finished, you know all those G and f- orders are fulfilled. Then Stern will get around to those toppers. It's going to be a mess.
1: I think the most recent update. We'll look at it live here on the, on the radio. Most recent update. They pushed everything back a little bit. Oh, it did take a bump to October.
0: That's okay. That's his yeah. birthday month, so that's fine.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you can double down. You buy. Like, oh, it's your birthday and Father's Day because it was so expensive. Six ninety nine ninety nine.
0: Yeah, no, for his birthday, I'm taking him to Expo.
1: That's a hell of a birthday. I can't wait to see you guys.
0: Yes, it's going to be a blast. Can I break some TPN news? Speaking of Expo? Holy
1: moly. Breaking news. Here we go. Uh-oh. Yep.
0: Breaking news, everybody. oh We, the TPN syndicated podcasters huh. and streamers, will be set up in a booth next to Flippin' Out at Expo. Whoop,
1: whoop.
0: Thank you, and huge shout out to Zach and Nicole for hooking us up with this opportunity. We're Those gonna be neighbors. meeting and greeting. We're gonna be having fun. We're gonna be eating pop tarts. It's gonna be a blast.
1: It's gonna be a hell of a hell of a good time at the Chicago Pinball Expo at the end of October. And yeah, yes. Amanda, you're right. TPN will have a booth there, a presence there. You guys can come up, hang out. We'll probably have a. I think we'll have a pin there, won't we? Uh, to shoot uh, around on.
0: I think. I think we should have a pin there, if nothing else, just to kind of talk some smack and see who truly is the worst pinball player of Ooh, all of,
1: of all the TPN. Team. Yeah, who right. Who would that be? It's mm. probably me. Might be me. Mm. No, it's got to be David Dennis. It's got to be because he doesn't seem if like he, he's good at anything. It's got to be David Dennis.
0: Is he going to be there? Or are they going to let him out of the? uh
1: Oh, that's a good point. Maybe. maybe yeah.
0: But I know that we have, or I believe we have George from Flipping Out. Or not Flipping Out, but um, Don't, Don't Panic, Panic flip, flip is going to be there. Love, love, love me some George. He's love so much Georgie. fun to watch. Um, Joel is going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Joel and birth yeah.
0: Yep. I think the, he's no longer the second nicest person in pinball. He pissed me off about the Harry Potter comment. So Ooh. Dennis Creasel, the third nicest person in pinball, is going to be there.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. But it's so funny behind the scenes, listener. Dennis didn't want to commit to a booth because A, he's a tight ass, didn't want to pitch in. And B, he doesn't want to have any rules. He's like an unbridled horse in, uh, in the countryside. So he was like, I don't want to be sitting around a booth the whole weekend. <laughs> like, you dick. No, it's not. L- just, it's a hangout spot, Dennis. I will not Except-
0: confirm. As long as we have waiting. ginger ale for him, he'll be fine.
1: Dennis. Hi,
0: Zach. <gasps> hey. He said, hey. <laughs> I
1: thought Makes it was like my subconscious. Him. I was like, shut up. I don't need he you right now. He thought
0: it was his subconscious. No, I don't think your subconscious sounds that sexy. The
1: voices again. That was a sexy whisper. Wasn't that? It was a mm-hmm. raspy.
0: Hey. Yeah. We were talking about you. You're making this episode again. Oh, God. Put your shirt back down. Yeah. Tell him I showed him my boob. I'm not telling him that you showed him your boob. i
1: would take a look. Li-
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can hash that out at Expo. So, so anyway, so, Zach, you're all in now. You, um, part of the reason that I wanted you to come onto the show was you announced, um, you actually told me when we recorded together that you were hanging up the degrees, mm. or you were actually unhanging the debris, yes, right taking them off the wall
1: de-hanging yeah.
0: and um you were you know taking that doctor hat off and going all in what was it i called it silver balls deep and silver- this pinball thing that
1: phrase silver balls deep
0: so i'm curious what got you into pinball to start out with
1: mm, an origin story
0: yes i love origin oh. stories you don't know where you're going unless you know where you come from
1: oh all right spider-man <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, what have i been doing this for two and a half years going on three mm-hmm. i can't believe it's been that long side note that's a long freaking time for anything mm-hmm. do you stick around in things that long like hobbies and stuff
0: i mean i've been married to my husband for 11 years so
1: yeah two yeah good point there
0: right, how long have you and nicole been together
1: <laughs> uh we're going on this is uh, marriage 15 years in september
0: Congratulations! Shit, I
1: gotta get her something. Yeah, you gotta plan a trip or something. Yeah, I would recommend
0: been, it not being a topper.
1: Man, fifteen years been in pinball, probably six years. I've mm-hmm. been a distributor two and a half years. I I it, my origin story is kind of pretty boring. Um, I was I bought a pinball machine, became obsessed with it like I do everything, and my wife was like, "Hey, guess what?" You're in another hobby, and you're becoming obsessive again, and you're trying to do everything that you can uh, pertaining to this hobby. Chill out a little bit. You're spending too much time and money. And I was like, okay, I could do that. Or, or or I can show her that because of my vast knowledge and charisma and great looks and fitness, I, I don't... but
0: And that thick head of hair that you've got.
1: Oh, man. I'm hoping in about 6 to 12 months that it'll uh, take a little turnaround. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it. Uh, but uh, does that stuff work? You're a nurse.
0: The hair I stuff don't know. Work? You assumed that one message that I sent you where I said, Zach, what's up with your hair, that I actually thought it looked bad. I thought it looked great. Really? You automatically went to the doomsday. Yeah, because oh, well, God, listen to what you just away. said. You read it the way you wanted to. Or no, what was it I said, Zach? I can read hair. your
1: subconscious. I know. Yeah. Okay. I okay. know what's in there. It's dark.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Is there, a, it's, is there a sc- light? I try not. I try not to go there. There's it's a bunch scary of place.
1: Cats here. So yeah, got into it uh, <coughs> way too much, and then I was like, "Well, I'll just move around some games, so I'm not. I'm not spending too much money." So mm-hmm. I knew to buy low, sell high. Built my collection up because I have four kids. I can't afford anything, and. And then my buddy, the previous owner of Flipping Out Pinball, Larry, he was getting out, he was retiring, turning 70, and I was like, Nicole, we should really consider doing this as a little side gig, a little weekender. It'd be fun. She was like, oh, because you're not busy enough. Eh, you know, sleep is Mm -hmm. for the week. So then I uh, pulled the trigger on that, and it became a full-time job within four months, and I was like, oh, shit, Um On top
0: of your full-time job and your four kids. On
1: top of, yeah, a 40 to 50 hour private practice as a psychologist. And then I thought, well, I can't work 90 hours a week. Um, Mm -hmm. I just want this to be a side job. And I guess like if you're honest with people, and I get a hard time sometimes, oh, you're a shill, you try to sell it. No, I, I just love pinball, and it comes across that way, so I get that. I'll roll with it. But when you treat people nice, and you're honest and you're not a shithead and you don't lie about things, people come back. It's a crazy it's concept.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It so, is amazing.
1: So they came back in uh, truckfuls of people coming back to order from flipping out pinball. And then it got to a point where I'm like, I can't do these both. And I'm really passionate about pinball right now. It's it's a, a growing thing. So let's jump in to see what we can do. So I decided to hang up my clinical practice for a while. I could always go back to it. But
0: yeah. I think that's awesome. How did Nicole take it when you when you kind of proposed that idea of, listen, I because mm-hmm. I'm assuming I mean if you're working fifty hours a sure. week in your in your private practice, it's a relatively successful practice. I mean, as somebody in healthcare, like private practice in general, if you're able to maintain one, is very difficult in the days of big medicine. Yeah,
1: psychologists make good money. We don't make as much as um as like like you're not a surgeon. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. not a surgeon or an anesthesiologist or a even a general practitioner. Oh, some of the general, yeah, general practitioners there, don't
0: make crap anymore. Yeah, they don't. Uh, that's
1: sad because
0: any anesthesiologists make that bank, but then they have to pay for malpractice insurance. Yeah. So you know, it's like no, they still
1: got it good. Don't let them
0: fool they, you. They do. I mean, I work with some great anesthesiologists who, honestly, I will pay them to do a good job by giving me drugs so I don't feel surgery. Absolutely. I, I'm good with giving them money for that.
1: Absolutely. But yeah, it, I mean, it was a good living, but. I I seen the ceiling. Here's the thing about me, listener and hammy. I'm not a good ceiling person. If I get into something and I get closer to the ceiling or I see the ceiling, not just monetarily speaking, but like just advancement and being able to change an industry. Like once I get there, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I like a no limit type of job. So being an entrepreneur works really well for me because I'll, get out of it what i put into it and there's really no ceiling when it comes to pinball and arcade
0: you put a lot into it i know that there's been times where we've reached out to you and said hey we have we're looking for this game or hey we got this game and, and we've had this issue or hey do you have any of these banners or posters or swag mm-hmm. or this or that and like it doesn't matter what time we message you if it was in the middle of the week even when you were working you and Nicole both were so quick to answer questions. Customer service was bar and I sound like an ad right now. Shell, shell, shell. Bye, bye, um, bye, But I mean, we've bought games from you multiple times now because we trust you. Mm-hmm. And we've referred friends to you to buy their first game or their 100th game. It doesn't matter. Like, because we know you're going to be honest. You're going to take care of them. And you're not going to like string anybody along saying, oh, oh yeah, let me I work on getting that game for you.
1: It is the worst. I, I don't listeners out there can attest. Like the worst feeling is knowing that your dealer is not being honest. I couldn't mm-hmm. freaking stand it as a collector uh, and as a pinball player. because I've gone through a couple hundred games, probably my attention span's not the best. So your
0: ADD rages, ugh, doesn't just it? Just a
1: bit, just a hair. Yeah, uh, love you, Den Den, but I would I'd go through games and before i mean larry treated me very well uh which is why i ended up sticking with flipping out for most of my purchases but prior to that i was going to this that and everybody and damned if most of them like hey when when am i getting my game and they would they would tell me what i wanted to hear but then <laughs> three months after that i'd be like hey where's where's my game oh it it got caught up at this terminal and so we're tracking, uh, it's, it was all bullshit. I'm sorry yeah. for cursing, but it was-
0: No, it's, it, I knew this was coming it was with this super episode. super
1: <laughs> frustrating. And I'm like, why, do, why don't they just tell me the truth? I grew up, my, my parents were big on honesty. So anytime that I lied, I would get like five times the, uh, the repercussions as I would if I just told the truth. Even if it was something horrible. That's
0: kind of something we're trying to instill in our daughter is, if you do something that you get in trouble for or something you know isn't right, you're gonna get in more trouble if you lie about it than actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's very few things that we're gonna severely punish you for doing as long as you're honest with us. But if you lie, mm-mm.
1: yeah. And I was
0: you're gonna have a bad day. I was
1: raised, we weren't like super religious, but I was raised uh, in a, a Catholic German area. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I always feel guilty for something, like, I've, I've done something wrong. And even if I haven't, so it's always like, I'm always trying to strive for, even if it's not what a customer or friend wants to hear, if it's the truth, it's the truth. It just, it sucks and it'll suck. I'll, I'll be there with them, but just, you gotta tell the truth. You gotta be honest. And if I, if I lose a sale, I'll tell people that all the time. Look, I would rather you get the game you want and I not get the sale than, than telling you a lie. Here's somebody that you've does told us have, that. Yeah. Before. Here's somebody that does have the game. I don't have it. Or this yeah. is going to be eight months. It's just where I'm at on my list. And people respect yeah, that. No,
0: you absolutely. I mean, we've we've bought from you again after being told that before. There was a game. I I don't even remember what it, we were looking for now. I think it was Elvira. Mm-hmm. And we had found one, and we asked if you had had one or if you were going to get one, and you said, "I can't touch that price or that timetable." Mm-hmm get it Absolutely. that's a great game you know sorry i can't help you out on that one but you you should take advantage of the deal that you have in front of you and then two weeks later we turned around about deadpool off of you yeah.
1: yep and that's the other so. thing like uh, i couldn't stand before i was a dealer is they make the sale okay that's fine then you get it home and then two weeks later something happens to it uh, or something mm-hmm. breaks and you're emailing the dealer you're calling the dealer and you're saying hey this broke or hey can you troubleshoot hey i don't know what to do here and you hear nothing just <sighs> Crickets. and then you're like well shit now i gotta go on pin side or i gotta ask a buddy like it's so frustrating buying that expensive of a machine and not knowing how to fix it uh and some of that i thank them for because i had to learn how to fix and deal with all of these things that i've faced so it helps my customers now but whenever they ghosted me afterwards so i'm like no nicole we are going to, even if we have to give in our own damn pockets to make stuff right for customers, we are going to do it. And if we continue to do that to the point of going under, then it tells me it's, it's not really a um, an industry or a system that is good for entrepreneurs. So we'll, we'll do the right thing until we can't run a business anymore. And so far it's been okay.
0: I love it. I think it's great. I, I commend you. My hat is off to you. I'm not just saying this because you are you know, majority owner of my soul. I think it's <laughs> awesome that you found something you're passionate about. Because I'm like that too. Like I get into something and I, I obsess. Sure. I want to know. I want to get all the knowledge I can on it. I want to like, I just completely envelop myself alone around it. Mm-hmm. I need. I really need to get obsessed with like laundry oh, versus I pinball. I know. You know, but pinball is way more fun. And it it went from a casual. Okay, let's get one. You want to play it to. I mean, now I'm doing this and you're doing I'm a podcast. You're I moderating am, I, a if stream
1: you, every week. Like, you're,
0: I know you're in it. If you would have told me 18 months ago, you're going to have six pinball machines in your house. Cause at that point in time, I think we only had two. If you would have told me you're going to have six pins in your house and you're going to be moderating a stream and you're now going to be interviewing. Dwight you know, Sullivan. These, yes, Dwight freaking <laughs> Sullivan. And you know, with hopes of also interviewing people like Eric Minier and even talking to you about this stuff, like my mind would have been blown if you would have told me I was co-hosting with Bill mm-hmm. on a podcast. I would have looked at you and been like, "He doesn't even know who I am."
1: Yeah, so yeah I, and that, successful that and anxious people tend to do that. I mean, it's a trait that successful and anxious people have. We over scrutinize things. We over rehearse. We over obsess about things. We do our research. That's why you're a nurse. That's why you're doing what you're doing and successful at it because Mm. sink or swim. Like if you don't you're not going to be successful and you're going to move on to something else with no success but you keep finding success because you probably have a little anxiety in you the healthy type of anxiety.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I have some anxiety. I have some drive. There's a little excessive
1: worry at times. Right. Catastrophizing at times. But uh, I'm
0: kind of a control freak. No, 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 no I see you yeah, at the
1: meetings, just, believe me. I know.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, you're the one organizing the napkins, yes. aren't you? I'm moving the chairs around to make sure that they are all I'm lined up. I'm fighting with way. all the
1: people at my table. I'm like, that is a horrible idea. Follow my lead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No, it's, it's interesting. The trait. Yeah. And I've, the more I talk to people who are involved in this industry, the more I see those traits, there's like common traits. And then you also have that, well, F it. Throw caution to the wind. Let's see if it works. You know, I think there's a little bit of that devil may care type of thing going on, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's why we get such great gizmos and mechs and oh, toys yeah. and features. And oh, so cool. I love it. It's giving me goosebumps just thinking about it. I love this hobby.
1: I, I love it. I, it's nice, too, because I love it as a collector. I love it as a pinball player. I love it as a friend because it's a very social thing uh and i yes. love it as a business owner like there's so many cool ideas that i have that we haven't seen in distribution um since since ever that i think we could get to if if the if the industry continues to grow and i'm excited to try to be a part of the positive changes in this industry moving forward both from a, a business standpoint as a, and as a enthusiast standpoint but there's a lot of fun stuff coming a uh, I'm pumped.
0: So, and you say that I know that um, you had talked last week on on the pinball show, and there's been, you know, a lot of buzz going around Stern's big announcement, mm-hmm. like it's going to change, like world changing. I believe what world changing is what, changing Gary is what Bear said. said. Yeah. How cool would it be if it is internet connectivity for games? Like mm-hmm. uh, I. And I don't, I don't know if that's it, but I mean, a girl can dream how anything it. that it, it makes sense for it. I just think it would be so cool that let's make the, this global community even smaller because mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, if I'm going to go to my local knitting club, I can pack up my knitting stuff in a bag. I don't knit, but I it's fine. I wish did. Oh God, no. What are those make...
1: things called the, the needles that somebody uh, like stick in someone's neck? What are those things called? You know I'm talking about the drumsticks with the points. Shit, what are those uh, called?
0: The needles. Dennis you would stick know. In like when you're crocheting
1: is... or you're knitting, you get those. I'm doing it with my hands right now, listener. Um the weavers or like the
0: sticks. The, the hooks? Yeah, what are the those hooks. things called? I think they're called hooks. I don't I don't know. I wonder I
1: don't... Uh, any knitters out there, email free play pinball pod. But I wonder if yeah, there's right. like Ellie's uh, or premium versions or if there's some that are like carbon fiber for the badass people that knit
0: I imagine there are though cuz I am a crafter and and my mom does a lot of um or she used to do a lot of crocheting mm-hmm. I have friends who do it and like you know they have like the entry level kits that are like the really crappy cheap aluminum ones yeah, that
1: you know lobby, if the yeah. wind
0: blows they're gonna they're gonna bend mm-hmm. and then they have you know the heavy duty plastic ones and some nicer metal ones. Polyurethane Carbon fiber
1: ones. would be cool. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, you know it's it's you know something acrylic with maybe like a scorpion in it or oh, something. It's-
1: nice. <laughs> Freaking scorpion.
0: Oh gosh, could you imagine? Yeah. Or you know, no, remember the um, remember when we were yeah, kids and the they tail had those can be the little batons that had like the glitter in them. Oh yeah. Yes. Not that I or had maybe a set or two. Yeah, right. Or maybe one, like, you know, the thing that you would flip upside down and it'd be like, boop and then you flip oh. it the other way and it'd be like, boop, you know, have those. Could you imagine yeah, I love those working things. on something? And you turn them sideways and you shake so them and they go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Listeners know what oh, we're talking I about.
1: <laughs>
0: I feel bad for today's kids for not knowing about this. All no, they, they know a slime.
1: Don't. My kids, if they bring home one more freaking tub of slime, I want to kill them. The my daughter,
0: so when you guys were in Dustin and you were celebrating your daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. which happy birthday. She looked like she was having fun. You guys oh, looked like you had a blast. Yes, um, My kids saw the poppet.
1: Oh, yeah. Stupid popping fidget things.
0: I don't know what. I don't understand them. But she was like, mommy, I want to go play with her. And I'm like, you don't even know who she is, baby. I know, but she has a poppet," And I'm like,
1: yeah, the dumbest things in existence of ch- poor children this this day and age. I'm old man on my my rocker now. But I hate kids. To, I, I hate lawn. so much stuff about what kids are presented with. They have the crappiest childhoods. They get the crappiest toys. They get the crappiest television. Everything is crappy. We had the Have best your kids time. watched
0: Bluey yet? What have is it? Have you guys got onto the Bluey? It's like an Australian show about, I think they're dogs.
1: Bingo's dogs. No reference to Bluey. My kids are ask, dumb and like, they'll watch. And my kids aren't dumb. They watch dumb things. They'll watch.
0: Ask, like, ask the kids about Bluey. I guarantee them. you they know who it is.
1: Yeah, my kids watch stuff on YouTube all the time. And I'm like, oh, oh God, this is such yeah. low production. They're like this has no storyline. I always tell them, watch a sitcom from the 90s. I'm always pushing them that. Like, here's Family Matters. Like, what you can watch TV even all you some, want if you watch this.
0: Even some throwback Simpsons or something. Let's go for something good. Something. Oh, yeah, God, they. Our kids so are they, screwed. Yeah, the toys
1: suck. They're the, the these fidget things. They're pushing them in. They're like, "Oh, Danny, can I get this one? It's different colors. Oh, it's it's good for my brain." Oh, well, yeah, I'm a psychologist, and I know it's not. I was I was a <laughs> I was a curmudgeon psychologist. I'd always have parents coming in and be like, hey, "Can," I'm so sorry for bringing this all up, but uh, they they'd be like, "Oh, um, I do some psych testing with them. Do they have ADHD? Do they not depression, anxiety, etcetera so and uh, the recommendations at the end, I'd, I'd give to them, whether it's like an individualized education plan or a, a 504 is what they call it around here, uh, for children mm-hmm. in school settings, blah, blah, blah. And, we have 504 here. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, and then the moms would be like, and dads too, uh, dads didn't care. I'm just saying that to be equal, but there's always moms. And then be <laughs> like, hey, it's honesty. But they'd be like, oh, can my kid, can you put in the recommendations that they can have this fidget spinner or this fidget toy? Because they can't, they attend so much better in class when they have this gig, big giant ball that they're bouncing around on. No. <laughs> no, they can't have that, Sheila.
0: Could you imagine showing up to like a preclinical setting with a fidget spinner? Oh like think God. back to your college days because I'm just sitting here thinking back to like I am I can imagine showing up in my clinical pharmacology class mm-hmm. and learning about, a you know, like dosing for chemo yeah. while playing with a fidget spinner
1: <laughs> and look i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this but some of this new age stuff guys we just gotta quit stop it mm-hmm. like you can't tell me a damn child with a a, a, a dungeons and dragons looking a, a 20 side die you can't tell me that them turning that damn thing like a rubik's cube clicking, and th- that's not going to make them more inattentive or not going to make 20 kids around them be like "Ooh, i want that i want the little foot piano that tom hanks is playing under his desk when she's trying to sorry it's a rant but no (laughs) no some of this new age stuff is not no it's not helpful so not helpful. and ladies
0: and gentlemen that was time on the couch with dr zach Minnie.
1: maybe it's good that i'm getting out of the profession because some of this stuff
0: no cuz I I have walked away from bedside because of some of the stuff. So I completely understand yeah. um healthcare nursing has turned into a hospitality business. Mm, yeah. versus a healthcare business um and frankly if I'm coding somebody I don't really care that the person in the next room that's there for observation because they wanted to stay <laughs> and managed to convince the doctor to stay sandwich is cold like yeah sorry this person's dying i couldn't bring you your food Mm -hmm. in time i was doing chest compressions my bad i
1: see the post that you put on facebook you always crack me uh
0: that's a yeah i'm i'm a very cynical nurse so it's probably best that i work from home now oh
1: these these newer families i always want to tell them like look you want to fidget you want something to fidget around on Look at the pencil in front of you. Back in my day, that's what we'd fidget on. We would uh, we would bite it. We would draw little doodles. We would probably get in trouble for said doodles. Do that. To, to, like be two a rubber kid. bands.
0: You link the two rubber bands up and you create a little slingshot and shoot paper clips at each other. Yeah, stuff like that. You can't that. do that anymore. You'll take somebody's eye out.
1: Yeah, just because a kid isn't paying attention that doesn't mean they have ADHD. Guess what? Because they're a kid. Kids don't pay attention, kids get bored. Got about 40 minutes tops, research shows. That uh, people in general will attend to things. That's why the end of podcasts like this oftentimes fade away.
0: (laughs) It makes sense. And I'm out of my ADD drugs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this one's a little squirrely. Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. So, you know what the solution is? We need to get our kids playing more pinball.
1: Mm. Yes. In every cafeteria. Across every elementary school in the country.
0: You think about it, though, you have... That's going to teach them what they may not realize it, but it's going to teach them a little bit of math and some physics. Absolutely, it's going to teach them attentiveness because you Mm -hmm. can't look away or you're going to drain engineering, engineering hand-eye coordination. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to teach them progression because following the progress through rules and modes and everything to to win. Yeah, it's going to. Competition, healthy Towards competition, ship, because yeah. you can still do it. Self, you know, it can still be a faceless competition if you really wanted it to be. Because I know, you know, every child's a winner, mm-hmm. and it and patience. they are.
1: There's a lot of stuff, but I think I'd like to see. Uh, I was listening to Travis Meary had on Josh Sharp from the IFPA president. They were talking about how uh, the the age segment eighteen to twenty nine isn't growing in competitive pinball, uh, and as a result, we fear that it's not going we are not going to see it growing in, in enthusiast groups or hobbyist groups either. And they we're talking about what can we do to, you know, increase that exposure and stuff. And there's many things you can do, but one is, yeah, get it exposed to school-aged kids more. I think having a pinball club, just like any other sport, um, would be a really good idea. Um, and having maybe all these tech schools and remember shop class. In middle school mm-hmm. or high school, yep. I think having a fixer upper on in in a lot of those schools would be would be great as well. So there's a lot of things that we can do because pinball can help. So teach in a lot of ways.
0: So here's a thought. So you have a shop class that fixes up the cabinet, mm-hmm. right? You do you do the woodwork on it. Bill Webb's you the instructor. It, yeah. Yeah. Bill Webb's our instructor. And then you send that over to Zombie Yeti mm. in your graphic design class <gasps> yep. or your with art class. Art. And they do the artwork for this new fixed-up cabinet.
1: I like where you're going here.
0: And then you send that to your physics club.
1: Mm-hmm. Physics and engineering and, they, and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yep. And they start working with the engineering club and they create this this game. And then you can send it over to... Whoever else computer you think programmers. Fit, Yeah, Teach your programmers kids, uh, to do that. You know, send it to the send it to your sci-fi club. Because you know, there's always that group of kids that always has like these complex games that they've made up that they play and only they knew the rules, but they're super crazy and they're dedicated. Have them do the rule set, you know, lay out a rule set and and work with the programmers, these computer um coders. Amanda, I think and we're I it. think
1: we're on to something. Imagine this. This is no this is no joke. Imagine a, a national uh, a national educational society, that, uh, like we do with cheer or uh, traveling baseball or anything. A national group that, um, you know, at the beginning of the school year, you guys have teams throughout the school that have all of these different, like we, we talked about the engineering club or the physics club, mm-hmm. math club, computer science club, art club. And you would devise a team throughout the school, and each, each team uh, that's in this national society creates from the ground up a homebrew machine throughout the school year and then um, towards the end of the year they present it at a national conference like a like a science fair but um, and a pinball related fair and you have Mm -hmm. judges and so i i think that is a phenomenal idea
0: could you imagine how cool that would be not only for exposure like imagine if you could say okay I'm going to apply for this company. I I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, but then my my school did this, and so I went for computer engineering. Yeah,
1: I wanted to go or mechanical for, engineering
0: yeah. or whatever. You know, computer programming, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're interviewing with George Gomez one day for mm-hmm. a job opening or even an internship. Yeah,
1: and they're like, and you, you created competition you can, series number nine pinball uh, from the uh-huh. many competitions. And series. and I yeah.
0: placed, I placed second nationally. Mm-hmm. Or, or first nationally, or, th- or I showed up.
1: I just think that'd be such you a cool national thing, uh, the high school level. That uh, I think, I think it would be it'd be super awesome. I'd love to be a part of that.
0: I think we should. I think we should promote this. I'm writing my lo- Actually, my hey, local. That's that'll go. Congressman is one an of my, idiot, yeah, but
1: it'll be one of my pages as well.
0: That would be so cool. Well, on that design bombshell. I think we should wrap this episode up because I think we've hit about that 40 minutes of attention. I know Dennis stopped listening about 45 minutes ago. He seen
1: that I was on and he didn't listen. He told me last week. I wasn't going was like, to advertise it just so. Once you got into Market <laughs> Trends, I turned that channel out.
0: Market Trends is great though. Market Trends is life. How else do I? Ah, love Market Trends.
1: Oh dear, oh, dear it's, it's just ready. It's in my head all the time.
0: Hey. Trending up. Pinball in high school.
1: Right, National Society for it. I think
0: it'd be cool. Oh, that, the Cooperative National Society of High School Pinball Enthusiasts. Wow,
1: I don't know what that acronym is. Hopefully, it's not uh, dirty. We'll
0: have to come up with a better one, but yeah, no, it's teachers if you're listening, students if you're listening. I know there's only like four people that listen to this podcast, but hey, spread the word. Tell your local high school you want to see pinball in high school. It's a collaborative ex- experiment, yeah. it's great for mind development. It gets your kids away from fidget spinners oh my and
1: All you educational administrators out there or have loved ones, discuss it with them. We'll use 2021 school year as the planning. Uh, and then summer of next year, we'll start organizing uh, and we'll do rules and different things like that. And then 2022 yeah. fall school year, we will start it up. We'll dry run year one.
0: And, you know, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be a ground up homebrew at first. We can no, ease into no. it because I'm sure that Retheming. there are plenty of, of well, I'm sure there's plenty of old, beat up, neglected, lost pins, you know, just like in the room in the story that Lucas had you choosing your own adventure oh, yeah. on. Those rooms exist full of parts and just discarded remnants of pinball machines. Mm-hmm. Give them new life. You're reducing the popu- or the pollution too oh, in the world. And on our next episode, I'm going to solve world hunger. We'll
1: get there. First pinball. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, pinball's always first. Well, on that note, Zach, thank you so much for coming on and ADDing with me. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast.
1: You're my you're my ADHD buddy.
0: We are, squirrel. <laughs> Anyways. Listeners, thank you so much. Zach, where can we get you if we have any questions?
1: Uh, You can reach me. Everybody knows it. It's text me at 812-457-9711 or email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter in, out, or you can just go to the website at flippingoutpinball.com. Be on the lookout. I've been teasing it a little bit. The pinball show has some merch that's about to drop. It's getting close. Mm -hmm. We're wanting to see uh, see all the support from, from you listeners out there. We also have, I think TPN shirts are coming uh, and, and <gasps> some merch. We have, oh, we do have another Straight Down the Middle video series uh, that I do with Greg Bone. We've got uh, a new t-shirt that pays tribute to the old. See, I've said too much. Uh, but that's coming out and it's probably my favorite pinball is art it gonna piece Is it going to be as
0: soft as the flipping Out shirts? Because... We got our flipping out shirts in not too long ago, and we ordered two—one for each of us. Absolutely, they're both mine. No. I
1: don't do nipple chafing shirts. I don't do Thank it. Thank God. You gotta go try blend. You gotta maybe put a little polyester in there. We can't just have 100% cheap Gildan <laughs> cotton. It's our <laughs> Gildan. But yeah, be on lookout for merchandise. If you guys are interested in a brand new pinball machine or an escalator stair climbing hand truck, I'm that guy that sells those. You can reach out to us there always listen to TPN. I love what we, we didn't even talk about TPN, but I love what we've created here uh, as a group. And believe it or not, we get, uh, we get so much exposure from anybody doing like an off the record pinball podcast. Did You hear Glenn Wectors recently. Oh, he's talking about tournament pinball and, uh, and inclusivity and all that is really, really good. But yeah, get it, get, get on the mic, do an off the record and get more exposure than you're going to get. Otherwise we get, hundreds of thousands of listens on TPN and hundreds of thousands of watches on TPN streaming. So really excited with, uh, with where it's going and I can only imagine what this year will bring.
0: It's going to be a great year. So you heard it first here. We're going to be changing the education system. Mm Feel free to reach out to Free Play Pinball Podcast at freeplaypinballpodcast at gmail We are on Facebook and on Instagram, Free Play Pinball Podcast. We would love to hear feedback on the episodes. We would love to hear ideas for any mm. content. What you like? If you don't like something, reach out to Zach at Flip. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fair enough. The Pinball Network at gmail.com.
0: Yes, because he can file those where <laughs> they where they belong. No, we we appreciate listeners. Zach, thank you so much. Go enjoy your day. And uh, don't forget to play some pinball, all right? See you guys. <laughs> Bye, guys.
1: I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Who doesn't want a t-shirt from the pinball show that has this little guy on it? <laughs> I mean, come on. Everybody wants that, right?
0: We were joking that our next pets were going to be goats. But those we have two cats. We're getting two puppies. And our next pets are going to be two goats. Oh. One screams, one faints <sighs> because you cannot buy them separate. It
1: faints when it screams. The other one screams. That's perfect.
0: And we were going to name our goats Dennis and Zach.
1: As long as I'm the cute one,
0: you'll be the screaming one.